niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Yo, yo, oh, we starting now? Yeah, we starting now. I, okay. That was that was the beginning, so don't don't restart. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. It's another Guess what? another strong start from the <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> from your favorite two niggas. Oh my god, we are back. I'm so excited to be here talking to you niggas about goddamn TV and shit. <laughs> this nigga is faded. TV and film and shit. TV and film. We are on episode 20 goddamn 8. <laughs> 28. Okay, cool. I'm not going to guess that. We're not guessing the episodes no more. Not after, uh, what's it called? Episode 28, niggas watching. Yeah. Welcome back. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate always. y'all. Happy Black History Month again, Happy too. Happy Black History Month again. Um, this is something that, um, shit, we don't just celebrate in the month of February. We celebrate year-round. We do. But it is February, and we want to commemorate that. So Absolutely. Black History Month. What what have you done to celebrate Black History Month so far in the in the past, however many days we've been in February? Um, I have mm. been re-watching a lot of Snowfall. Oh, boy. Man, you know what? That takes me to that point, because I'm glad you brought up Snowfall. What was the best thing that you have watched this past week or weekend? It is... It, if it's TV show, definitely Snowfall. Oh, yeah, let's start with, let's start with yeah, TV. Yeah, so uh, like I said, you know, last couple episodes, been mm-hmm. rewatching Snowfall season by season, uh, just to kind of get myself reacclimated as we get into um, the the new season, season six. Absolutely. Uh, so month? yeah, man, <laughs> man, uh, two weeks from now, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, which is gonna suck for recording day, but no. <laughs> 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 nah, uh, uh, so season three um, was the most recent one that I watched. And I gotta say, bro, that shit still holds up. That shit still holds up, bro. On uh, because we the last our last episode we we did rank, yes. Um, you know the seasons. How does in three does hold up? Yes. Has it changed its position? Oh, well, it was number rank? one, so it's it's not gonna yeah, it's not gonna go right. lower. We did have three. It was uh, like three one two. I, I will say. I mean, I'll get into this probably next episode when I actually finish up season four, but. Uh, now that I'm on season four, it's season four. It's kind of giving season three a bit of a run for his money. Which you said, which you said. I'll give you that credit. Did. You did say that. You did say that. I did. I be um, right a lot, bro. Yeah, low key, low key. That's crazy. Uh, I be not, listen, y'all. I be right a lot. I know y'all be at the crib listening. It's like, damn, this nigga is. He actually do be right though, man. Anyway, you agree. Our engineer agree. I yeah, agree. Engineer on his phone, man. He nodding at whatever's <laughs> on his phone. He not nodding at you. He agree with what's on the screen. He don't agree with. Man, come on, nigga. <laughs> uh, nah, season three. That that might be like. That might be the best season. I mean, you know, you you got a lot of action. Um, It was that was really when the storyline like had it was. I was just gonna say, yeah, you you got a really really good story out of it. Um, There was a lot of shit that happened, and there was a lot of shit that was happening. I was like, damn, I forgot this was season three. I forgot this was season three. And then like when this like shit kind of like starts rolling, you're like, oh, I forgot how good this shit was. Like Mm. Melanie's episode where she was like strung out on crack. Uh, how they kind of teased it the whole season. They were how they were kind of building up Andre and making it like um, 
it really almost felt like, okay, the rest of the series is going to be Andre versus, uh, versus Franklin. Uh, Franklin. You know what I mean? Obviously, we didn't get that. Uh, no, because Franklin put him out of his goddamn misery. Man, clap this nigga. <laughs> uh, you know, the introduction of uh, Man Boy. Uh, That's right. Especially as, yeah, especially as like a formidable opponent. And uh, it's like really how it ended. You know, like, so mm-hmm. I, I wrestled with like the season finale because when I initially watched it, I was like, okay, this is just okay. I wish they would have kind of expanded on the story a little bit more. But upon a rewatch, I'm like, you know, knowing what's coming next, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? After like the season three finale, the way it, it just kind of began and ended, um, it, 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 you get you gain a new appreciation for it. And um, in terms of like storytelling, they, they did a really, really good job of it. Also, it was shot really well. I feel like it that's something. I feel like that's always been one of strong, uh, Snowfall's like strongest it, like things that they've had I, going yeah, for the show I, is how well it's shot. Yeah, how I, beautiful, even even during a rough time in LA. <laughs> yes, a very rough time in LA. Um, they still are able to, you know, capture the city and make it like, even though it is a, a gritty crime drama series, there are going to be those episodes that are very. Very of that time because of course. it's based in the eighties. Of course, but um, man, they've they've uh, they've nailed it for what are we on season six now? We're coming up on season six. So yeah. they, five they, seasons of great cinematography. I love it. Yeah, and I'll say they really amped it up in season three. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, also season four, which we'll talk about later. But definitely season three. Uh, compared to the first two seasons, there was a lot of, a lot more risks being taken. A lot of. Course, um, yeah. I think three. That's when they really. I because I, I mean we've talked about it before. I do think that season three, outside of the storyline being more established and people have bought into the the series. Yeah. Like, in the the budget for the show and all of these things started to work more, and you could see it. In, you could you could the, definitely see it. And the other things too that they did that worked really really well for them is that they simplified the story a lot. Oh yeah. So the first two seasons, while I did enjoy it, the first uh, two seasons, there was kind of a lot going on. A lot on. going I mean, on, man. You had Franklin in South Central. You have uh, Lucia and um, Gustavo in Mexico. Then you have, like, uh, Reed Thompson or Teddy McDonald or whatever. Him and the CIA between Panama and L.A. Like, And then, of course, I, working with Avi. Avi. So it was a lot of different storylines kind of happening all at once in the first two seasons. Right. And then in the third season, they just simplified it to Franklin, Franklin and his family, uh, and then Teddy and Oso. That's it. That's, that's it. That's that's the whole that's the whole show. I'm 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 glad they took that approach too. I, me too. Me for too. Sure. I, I think it worked. It clearly worked out really well for the season, and I think that's what made it so they could focus on other aspects of storytelling, like mm-hmm. how it's shot. Um, you know, getting a really really strong script. Um, having the actors just act their ass off. Oh, yeah. Um, and then like I said earlier, you know, um, a larger role for Louis. You know what I mean? Compared mm-hmm. to compared to what was going on in the For prior sure. two seasons, yeah, she really um, arrived around season three, she season did. one, two, obviously. But of course, of course, but introduce her. But three, yeah, that's when she was like, okay, she's a central part of this, of exactly. this story, yeah, of the business, sure. and and even and the Jer- business, of course, and uh, even Jerome, you Jerome know what I mean? too, both, both, yeah, because uh, his character is a bit more low key over the course of the series because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff he doesn't necessarily want to do. He's uh, I don't want to say following along other people, but he's kind of his hand is kind of forced in what he's allowed mm-hmm. to do or what he's he's meant to do. Um, but I what, getting to season three and then you know knowing what's coming next, I'm like you know it's actually a really understated, really low key performance uh, that we're getting here um, that doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, but yeah, that's what I watched uh, over the last few days, bro. Uh, what about you? You watch anything last few days? Um, shows I have been you know of course watching. The shows I've talked about on here, uh, you know, I, BMF and uh, yeah, I fucking, that still. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Your Honor, Brian Cr- They are, yes. I, I've been, prior to the season even starting, I'm like, okay, 
season one was great because I even you know I, I man I can get scatterbrained and I'm also high <laughs> so that 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 definitely you know plays a part here but I saw a tweet like a long time ago talking about like those shows that should have ended after season one and your honor yes. was brought up a lot yes and when season two started I was like damn I hope that you know it really shouldn't have just ended in season one yeah <laughs> but they they've been delivering man and I am excited that you know Rosie Perez joined the cast yeah. and like how the first season ended they have taken that and expounded upon like like its immediate effects on yeah you know brian cranston's character and everyone else who was involved in the covering up of of, of crimes and all of that shit yeah. happening in you know this uh in new orleans that's where they are they're in definitely new orleans they're definitely new orleans um but no um your honor has been great mary kingstown jeremy renner i mean shit he is just great this is just this show is for him um i know kyle sheridan had like a brief appearance in the first season he, he and did got right out the paint and jeremy renner of course it, it, it was too established why you know the things you know the, yeah the, the, from the rest of the seasons episodes in season one and season two like why they transpired of course a lot of that has to do with kyle chandler's uh, character mm-hmm. yeah okay um but man yeah those shows bmf you know bmf is just it's one of those shows, man, that I enjoy it for its entertainment value, even though it's not super entertaining, the stuff that they do in there, because it's like, well, this is like drugs and crime. Like, this, yeah. this, 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 in real life, that's not good shit. Yeah. But in terms of Hollywood TV shit, they're nailing, like, being able to bring both of these, all of these worlds together and also give you pretty entertaining show overall a very talked about show niggas can't it, stop tweeting uh, about niggas it niggas do not stop talking about um, that that's show. that's we've how many times we've said it we've recorded 27 episodes now i know we've said it a few other times but yeah. 50 is is keeping the lights on at stars man so um but god yeah. bless him <laughs> yep um but um and there's a there's some shows on my radar that i gotta okay. get to like poker face on uh peacock uh, you know what i have watched that show you have watched that? I have watched give us, it. Give us just a, a little bit. Uh, you know what? I I, Cause it's, it, it, I know it, it's not done yet. I know they don't like no, release no, no, certain no, yeah. episodes a, a week. Yeah, it's, so it's not like a um like a, a, a serialized show. Like don't ex- Every episode doesn't necessarily build on an overarching plot. Mm-hmm. There's like kind of a, a vague plot throughout the whole series. Um, but every episode is kind of its own sort of thing. Um, she's solving a different case every episode. It has a very, very specific structure. That uh, if you haven't really watched Columbo or Luther, uh, you might not, you might enjoy, you might not enjoy, but it's a very specific structure that they follow every single episode. Uh, so far, I've, I've enjoyed it. The last episode was actually particularly good, uh, or the last episode as of this airing, which I think was like episode five. Um, that was particularly good, but um, yeah, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. I'm a, I'll get around to it. It's for sure one of the one of the the top shows on my like. Yeah, watch lists in order on, on all of these damn streaming platforms that we have. It's, it's a lot um, of these motherfuckers. It's, it's a lot of content, a lot of IP, a lot of all of that shit. Niggas cannot get to all of that at once, so Man. you, know, you got to space it out. But Ryan Johnson's Poker Face on Peacock, yep. starring uh, uh, Natasha Leon. Natasha Leon. Um, a I lot of I, lot of great guest stars. A lot of great. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm even more. Okay, uh, Adrian Brody, um, Benjamin Bratt, um, Lil Rel. Little oh, Rahari's little in it. Makes yeah, he's an in an episode. Um, okay, yeah, it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty good cast. Okay, well, hey, I'll, I'll get around to it um, probably very very soon, and then okay. I'll have my review for the yeah. show. But um, 
besides those shows, man, it's still it's it's award season, it's movie season, it's always movie season. I mean, when is it not movie season? It's almost um, always. But this past weekend, man, I pulled a triple feature, bro. Oof. Like it's been a while since I did a triple. Like I've yeah. done double features. I'm like, all right, shoosh, I'm, I'm I'm exhausted. Like for the first time after this triple feature, I'm like, okay, I am exhausted. Like for a nigga that loves movies and TV as much as we talk about it on this show, yeah. After I'd finished my three movies this past weekend, I was like, I ain't want to watch another movie. Then I got home and and finished another movie that I'd started before I left. So it didn't last too long. But yes, triple feature this past weekend. I had the pleasure of re-watching two of the three films. The first one being the Academy Best Picture frontrunner, I think. Everything Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Um, hey, got a chance to up. yes, yes. Got a chance to rewatch that in its true original form at the movie theaters, not at my crib. Even though yeah. I watched it there too. Um, but I had a chance to see that one again. It was great. Um, like re- having that that experience again of rewatching a movie that is probably going to go down as one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Once when it's all said and done, um, because it was definitely the best movie uh, of the past uh, movie season. But hey. You know, we'll, we'll get into that whenever March we'll, rolls yeah, around. You yeah, we'll I mean? get into that closer to the Oscar season. But anywho, everything we're everywhere all at once. Michelle Yeoh, awesome. Um, and the, the, the cast, like, I got a new appreciation for everyone in the cast after watching Understandable. this. This is like the, in theaters, this is my fourth, that was my fourth oh. time seeing it in theaters. In theaters? Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I don't know, I've seen it, I watched it at home, it's on Showtime. But, um... But got a new appreciation for the cast and everything that was just going on in that film. And it just yeah. reminded me of how many snubs they did receive from Gatlin's. <sighs> but it's great really film. Good. Oh, my yeah. God. And it just holds up well. I'm now, sure. The the third film that I saw, and it's a reason why I'm going to the third film because it's another rewatch. Yeah. Second film, we'll get into. Yeah, let's get into it. But the but third, third watch, which I just read on Rotten Tomatoes, it was nominated, it was voted, or it was, I guess, ranked. I put it that way. It was ranked number one by Rotten Tomato users as the best film of 2022. Oh, Top Gun? This is Top Gun Maverick. It's, it's still in theaters. This, yeah, I watched it again. <laughs> yeah. I watched it again this past Saturday. Them niggas about to go for a full yeah. year. So, um, and kind of like everything, everywhere, all at once, new appreciation for top, for mm-hmm. Maverick in theaters. I was probably the most relaxed that I've ever been in the theater because wasn't that many people there. And I was at a good AMC where they had the good recliner chairs, mm. and I was just kicked back watching. Yeah, just goddamn Tommy Cruz owned the box office again. My God, like he never left. But it, but the supporting cast: Jennifer Connelly, um, fucking Glenn Powell, damn near playing the same role in, in a sense as, as the same devotion, role as devotion. But um, uh, uh, fucking Miles Teller. Um, Ed Harris, you know, he makes a brief cameo in there. John, yeah. like this is John when you think about it, like, that's actually a really good cast. Yeah, when you say it out loud, yeah, JLS is in it. When you say it out loud, it's not a bad cast at all. This is a good cast. Yeah, you know, it's what not I mean? a bad cast whatsoever. Um, and an and even better film because of I think that outside of what I like the most about Top Gun, the original one, is just the era that it came out, the music, the the, the it was the eighties. Yes. You know, if you love 80s films like I do, mm-hmm. that's just one of those films that I love. But Maverick is better than that. <laughs> yes. yes. Maverick is years better than that, but it's oh been years God. of making. You could tell like yes. a labor of love for, for that film there, for Paramount and for everyone else involved. So got a chance to rewatch that one. It was great. Enjoyed it just like I'd seen it for the first three times. Um, but the one that we 
both have recently seen. I saw yes. on Saturday. That is, oh, a favorite of the show. We talked about him a lot on this show. We do. Good old That's M. Night. M. Night. M. Night Shyamalan. Good old M. Night. And Dave Batista. And B- Batista's in there. Yeah, we do talk about Batista a lot. Yeah, I feel like it was just a couple episodes ago. I was yeah, saying like I, that's I think that's gonna be actor of the year. I, yeah, I and I've I've seen a lot of talks on Twitter, pretty much mirroring the same thing, and right. I'm right there in those convos. But the movie we are talking about here, everyone out there, it's knock that's at the knock cabin. at the cabin. Yeah, that's M cabin. Night's. However, sixteenth uh, film, yeah, whatever, something fucking a lot. It's like his fifth on Universal. His fifth and. The fifth one that he's funded himself. Yeah. This is like, all money coming out of his he pocket. He has, and I don't know if what that does for you all out there. I don't know what that does for our lovely engineer. I don't know what that does for you, Davy Dean. But knowing that 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 someone put that, like they were willing to really risk it all and bet yeah. it all. Even if they didn't get the best return in terms of the product. <laughs> because, you know, some of those films. Yeah. Uh, but, but just but just the 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 amount of of confidence that he had, like okay, I know that this is going to pay off, and ultimately it did. Still, it, like no, financially, it, it did. It, it most maybe not did. so much, you know, in, in in terms of how people liked the film, if it was you know rated highly or if it was if it stunk on Rotten Tomatoes. Who cares? Whenever a motherfucker is but, mortgaging his house, right? And, it, and the movies are successful, and they're successful and in the box office. We're all successful. Every single um, one turned a profit. I, I think even Knock at the Cabin is the number one movie. It dethroned. Fucking James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah, and you know we're talking about an R-rated movie, Dethrone, and Dethroning um, PG-13 movie. Yeah, but so. you know also <laughs> Avatar was on top for seven weeks. Yeah, so that that that's another thing too. And they've uh, made over two billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it it wasn't hard, but you know yeah. it's still it's, it's and, still it's, worth noting. And they achieved a lot of that in like a month. Yeah, that it's been released. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine to not be on top for at least a week. Yeah, because it's going to return very soon. Very soon. Uh, <laughs> but for now, we're going to give M Night his flowers. I was going to say there's not, not much in the theaters. How'd you feel? How'd you feel about that one? You know, I liked it. I saw a lot of the only thing I didn't like about it was the whole movie. I'm like expecting a twist because it's M Night, yeah. but there wasn't really a twist. Ain't that a twist? Yeah, I was just going to say and that kind of in a way is a twist. Is the twist? It's like you're expecting something crazy to happen, but everything happens almost the way you kind of figured it might um mm-hmm. but i thought it was a, a bro I, I thought it was a very cool movie i thought it was decent i think um yes. i saw some reviews kind of saying like oh yeah the plot's a little like wacky i was like this plot's pretty fucking straightforward pretty straightforward plot pretty pretty straightforward most straightforward plot that we've probably seen and and definitely in in the recent years yeah his for, last plot wasn't oh that my straightforward. god it was it was the even fairest. though i liked old's premise a little bit more i felt like it was it was that M. Night premise, even though this one was as well done. Yeah, but, but I, I kind of like this premise a little yeah. bit more. And the execution. I like everything Definitely more about this movie. Definitely prefer the execution of this film way more than old. Yeah, yeah. If I pre- old would have been executed the way that Knock of the Cabin was. Oh, old would have been like, you know, it, it would have been, at that year, it would have been the best movie of the year, quote mm-hmm. unquote, probably. Yeah. Possibly, I Possibly. should say. But yeah. Uh, no, no. I, I liked it a lot. I liked Dave Bautista's performance. Um... I like Jonathan Groff, I believe is the way his name is pronounced. Uh, I liked his performance. Both the dads, but really Jonathan Groff did really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rupert Grant wasn't in the movie for very long, but I thought his performance was cool. Oh, also, to all the people that ain't been watching him and other shit, don't act like all he ever did was Ron Weasley. I saw somebody tweet that and was like, yeah, I was surprised at what he did in in, in Knock at the Cabin. And when Mm -hmm. I went to see it, I was like, this nigga been doing this shit for like the last eight years, bro. What the fuck y'all niggas talking about? 
Niggas uh, do not, uh, bro. We have to, you know. I, you know what? Recently, I've had to just accept that every time because I have the same feelings about a lot of movies and shows, like yeah. movies that I just assume that you've seen or that oh you have, have at the very least heard of. My God! But when I've when I've started to learn that there are a lot of people who don't know what the fuck we be talking about, I'm like, All right, man, and, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and that's that's fair about you know with 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 certain popular well things that we yeah, do, I we thought popular. we thought were popular. Nah, I thought it was popular. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, I did. I, I do have some thoughts on a certain aspect of it, but not necessarily for this. But I, I want to hear your. Or first off, actually, I'll give my rating. Yeah, my letterbox yeah, rating, rating. Of course, give your letterbox uh, rating. You know what I mean? I'll do three point five out of five. You That's know, it. real strong three point five as did. well. I gave it a three point yeah. five. Real strong three point five. Um, and in terms of recommendations, I would say probably four out of five. Absolutely. Yeah, this is yeah. this is like a really decent movie. Uh, I won't sit here and act like you got to go to the theaters and see it. I didn't feel that way about old either. Um. But this is something that when it, when it hits your radar, like when you see Knock at the Cabin, I, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. And if you're used to only seeing Dave Bautista in like maybe closer to comedic roles, mm-hmm. you don't really think he can do the, the dramatic aspects, uh, this movie will certainly certainly put that to bed for you. Absolutely. He, he definitely... He definitely held his own. Um, he did. You know, what I, I mean, mean, he 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 was the film, really. In, oh, like, yeah. You know, the suspense and you know every. Of course, we you, you just mentioned you know a lot of other fine actors who, you know, did they did what they got paid to Absolutely, do. Absolutely, yeah. They delivered. Um, you know, Nikki Amaku Bird. Amaka, yes, I was actually just going to be like, what's her name? Nikki Amuka Bird. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right, but I think it is off the top of my head. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Um, yeah, she's a great actress too. I've seen great a few actress. other things. Yeah. Um, the little girl. You know, M Night brings oh, yeah, the yeah. best out of the out of the little kids, don't he? Yeah. You know, so it's funny. I was thinking because you know they showed the trailer for um Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer right before. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, how are these directors that are making like these really like super genre things? They're like known for making these like like. Pretty much being experts in making genre certain mm-hmm. types of genre movies are able to get like these really really good performances out of these actors. Like, golly, bro! Like, I'm always so surprised at it. Like, it's that's that's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Amazing to me. That's Kristen Cole, the little girl who, whenever when you all get a chance to go see it, you'll know. Yeah, yeah. She she know. did she did really really well. She did a fantastic yeah, job. She did absolutely well. Um, but yeah, man, I I, I thought the film in terms of. Um, like suspense and you know the storyline. Of course, we already yes. established it's the most straightforward in night film that I can remember. Yeah. Um. You know, there's always a twist, but we really didn't get one with this one. But was that the twist? M Night Shyamalan is definitely that, that's one of those directors. Like the twist. Yeah. He's, def- he's definitely one of those directors. Um. He knows how to also have fun too. Yeah. His films. Um, he does because he makes cameos in a lot of these films does. too. He does, and they're always they're always stupid. Always the very random. It's very like random. This one too, I'm and like, not like stupid. Like you shouldn't have did it. Stupid. Like the second you see him, you're like, this is the cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I literally felt that. I'm like, okay, so this is how you're popping up. In and this when, one. When, I, I won't even go too much into it. In case we yeah, for sure. It. His his cameo though. If you if you know of M Night's cameos, this cameo will definitely probably make you laugh more so than uh, you know I previous agree. ones. I agree. Um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed the film. Um, I've already said, you know, I don't have to get too much deeper into it. If old was it executed the way that this, this one was, because, yeah. you know, there's always some things about a film, you know, even though I'm not the filmmaker here, you know, I respect the filmmakers and everyone involved at the end of the day. Yes. Like I can have opinions and critiques, but that really doesn't matter a whole lot. Those are the people out there. Like, yeah. Really. Putting this shit together, putting, trying putting to make it together, this shit happen. and give us me something yeah. 
to enjoy or not, yeah. rather. Um, so you can have your feelings about Knock at the Cabin or any any other film, you yeah. know, popular, non-popular, funny, not good, whatever. But I do think that if this film in old would have switched places in terms of how the film was made and like actually delivered and a yes. lot of those key points that I'm really looking at, like when I go into especially a horror film, a suspense film, yeah. there are a lot of boxes that you need to check off for me in order to yeah. like leave here and be like, that was the best whatever film that I just watched. Especially those two genres because it yeah. goes so hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but I I do think that he really M Night talking about here, really listened in to whatever people probably were saying about old. And he's like, all right, let me just give you all like a very simplified, like still a pretty still complex. Don't yeah, duh. Uh yeah. Still it's like complex high concept, enough. a little complex. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on. It's, it's it wasn't one of those that you, you know, you I feel like if you were were in I mean, I hate tuning into movies late. I like to get right to him on time but if you were a little late i feel like you would have been able to like okay so this is what's happening yeah 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 because they kind of explained the premise a few times yeah they kind of explained the um if you, if you get there a few minutes late though just get a ticket for the next just time, like, you want to do that because they get right into it you'll you'll want to sit through from the very beginning yes, of this movie I'll i say. agree with you um but yeah man um i enjoyed it my letterbox rating let's hear was it. the same was a 3.5 out oh, of five you did say it already yeah um that is you know still pretty high that's, um, yeah, still pretty high, but and I, I'm gonna give it a five. Recommend go see it. I told yeah. my, one of my friends he was you know asking me the same question like, man, I didn't like old that much, so I don't know if I want to. He hasn't really been delivering as as often as he once did. I'm like, well, you know, it's a new like everything is not the way that it once was in Hollywood. Yes. What if, like I, I I we I know we have a hard time accepting that, but it's, it's but different. That is yeah. the way that it, it That's is the game it and how it is. goes. You know, they've he's learned over the years <clears throat> how to evolve, make more high concept, you know, movies that may not land, but you know, he's at least he's trying giving us yeah. giving us something new. Yeah, he's you trying. know, cutting edge, innovative, all of those words. Yeah. So I always I'm always gonna give him, you know, flowers from that. Yeah, just I, off that alone. I'll appreciate it, honestly, you know, every single time. We've we've said it on this show many times now, we can move on. M. Night is one of those one of those directors. He's one. He's a person of color, and I am usually a lot more biased to wanting to check out our people. Say it again, <laughs> black and brown people. I'd usually want to watch your movies first. So that's just one off the top, you know. Yeah. But two, you know, I've you know been a fan of M. Night Shyamalan for a while, and yeah, he's had some misses there. He can even probably admit that too. Yeah, I think um, he will. He would. <laughs> he 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 one hundred percent. He knows would, he has some clunkers. That's why he's yeah. funding his own shit now. Because now he's like he doesn't want to get money to have to be forced to yeah. make some shit that he don't want to make. You know, the self awareness like that you have to have in order of like you know what I don't want to take someone else's money. I want it, I want this to be my own money I'm putting up. Yeah. So that way, whenever I get this return. It's, it's your return. It's mine. It's from yeah. my hard work. It's from, you know, whatever else I put into this film, it's going to come back to me. And, you know, however else he pays for production costs. Even yeah. though I feel like that's where the, the studios might, you know, tap in. Like, all right, we'll help with yeah, we'll, these we'll, back end Yeah, do some other shit. But, yeah, 3.5 out of 5. 5 out of 5, I recommend, recommend people yeah. go see that. I was going to say uh, another, to, to piggyback off your point about him, like, you know, funding his own stuff. One aspect I liked about this movie that I don't know if they would have done it if it was like a bigger Hollywood budget is how they sort of presented the um, the gay relationship. Mm. The, uh, you know what I mean? the two yeah. Between the two fathers. Making it more, it seemed like a real relationship. It didn't seem like it was, you know, too 
it, it could have actually very easily have been like an interracial relationship could've that been. went and they it probably would have still had you could you could still understand the same like sort of anger when you get a little bit closer to the end with one of the fathers um regarding some of the stuff in the mm-hmm. film um or even how they approach it uh the biggest reason it, i was so like not i don't want to say taken aback by it but i was like oh this is actually really dope a dope way for them to present it because i was just watching a show with my girl mm-hmm. fucking quantum leap okay which is a, it's an okay show it's not like a terrible show but it's not like an amazing show no, I mean, just you know, just, just, just a decent show, a good, a good enough show to watch. Yeah, some, something to watch. And like they, there's a, I took a film theory class and learned as I was started watching the show, I learned a lot about like negative tropes that there's like mm. randomly in movies. And this show has a lot of them, but one that I was like, okay, this is especially egregious. Is they had a whole episode regarding um a trans person. Oh, and oh boy, that's a sensitive one. Very sensitive one. Um, and so the the. To get briefly into the premise, the main character jumps into different people at different points in the timeline or whatever, and like has to help them. Okay, to help them do something. Generally speaking, every episode of this of this show has been like high stakes. Like it's either the last episode before this trans one, um, it was about a nuclear bomb. He had to stop a nuclear bomb from going off. Uh, he either has to stop something like that, or he has to like save somebody during an earthquake. Like it's always some really high stakes thing. Like nine one one, man. But this <laughs> this trans episode was just like you know the trans person runs away because they play on a basketball team and like he's essentially the coach and he's trying to keep his daughter on the team. Mm-hmm. But the way they went about it was like you you didn't do anything to help your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of stood there while it was happening. They you could see them kind of forcing more mm. parts of the episode to be around this person and like what was happening doesn't feel organic huh it didn't feel organic at all and and so watching knock at the cabin and i was like this is like a really organic way to present this like you're not making this seem at certain points you're not making this seem like this is like you're not making it seem irregular this is a, yeah this is a regular relationship this is a regular relationship this is right. a regular thing going on and anybody who actually doesn't accept it is actually not regular yeah in the context Something really of the wrong in the context of the film mm-hmm. uh exactly and in in the context of this show i was like you guys presented this like this is a complete anomaly outside of your show like this is not something that you guys have this is like the worst possible way you could have actually approached this. Aye, aye, aye. It, it was it was pretty bad I, not, not a lot of people watch the show so i don't think you'll see a lot of what's people this talking one on? about where's it where's this it's where's on this peacock play? this is peacock okay. yeah yeah I, not a lot of people watch the show and you know what i'm 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 also not trans and i don't know i can't say that i know any trans people right, right personally right. so they might actually watch the episode and be like this is great. This is great representation. Yeah, this true. is great representation, which, okay, in that scenario, I'm, I'm a thousand percent wrong, but I'm just saying within the context of how it's presented, I feel like as somebody as somebody who wants to see underrepresented people get, one, represented, and two, get represented in a way that, you know, is... is Authentic. That's, that's, authentic. It doesn't feel inorganic to what's going on. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is something that you're trying to incorporate and you're it, not you're not turning it into a spectacle. It's something exactly, that, exactly. It's yeah. just like something that's regular in in the context of whatever's going on. Like you're not really trying to present it as like a other type of deal. Um, I just I would like to see that. Is all I'm trying to say for sure. Yeah, Shout you know what? Before, before we before we slide off of of this topic of knock at the cabin, you know, Letterbox put out their highest ranked. Um, M night. night films. You wanna you want me to run through a few of them? I run through like the first like five or ten. Yeah, because I I don't really know all of M night. So yeah, we can just do the first well, five. Yeah, let's go through the first five. Um, number one, they have the village. Okay, I haven't. Seen you know the village. village. I know of. I know, it. I I know seen of it. the village. I've seen the village maybe like one time in my life. Okay. Um, 
Unbreakable, number two. I've seen Unbreakable. Somewhat recently, too. It still holds up. Okay. Uh, number three, they got The Sixth Sense. Great movie. Probably his, arguably his most popular film. You, you can kind of say that about Signs, but I think Sixth Sense yeah. is Yeah, like, Sixth Sense is probably his most popular one. Um, number four, Old. People have Old at number four. That's crazy. Um, and as of right now, of course, these things could always change. You know, we can check yeah. back in, you know, however many days, weeks, months, whatever, and, and these could There's switch in terms shit. of how they're rated. But number five, they have Knock at the Cabin. Sorry, you really? jumped over. It jumped over Glass, Split, even though I actually like Split. Split was cool. I like Split. Um, and Signs, I liked Signs. I thought Signs was, I, I honestly thought that would have been number that one. That would have been like number one or two, right? Yeah. yeah. Nope, they got Signs at number nine here of the 15. I'll, I'll say though, not, I'll, I I could see myself probably re-watching Knock at the Cabin more than um, probably any other M. Night movie. Mm, guess what they have at number 14, not even the number 15th film. What? It's Your favorite Avatar? actor of all time, bro. Will Smith. After, <laughs> after I forgot he did that shit. <laughs> Golly. Golly. That's that's what started me on a Will Smith is mid train. I oh, saw that and man. I was like, I was like, ain't no way it's the same nigga that did Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. But they had that at number 14. But speaking of of mid films, another film I recently watched that was pretty mid. Didn't hate it. Now let let let's give the people really quickly. If you don't know what mid means, what does mid mean? Mid mid is just not. It's, it's you know it's not the high grade. Yeah. It's not like amazing, but it ain't trash. It ain't trash. It's, it's doable. It's you know yeah. If it's you know. if it's a if it's a if it's a film, it's it's at least has some qualities that didn't make you turn it off. Yeah. Same with TV. Same with music. Pretty much with all that. Yeah. But the movie I'm talking about here. Is Kenya Barris's oh. You People on Netflix. Um, all the talk of town on Twitter, on Negro Twitter, on nigga Twitter, on black Twitter. You yeah. niggas. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking to. Um, but you people, watch that uh, eh, right around the time it released. Um, but it has still been all of the discourse on Twitter. It, it has. You got a chance to see that a little early. You had a pre-screening for uh, I saw this. I saw this nearly a year ago. So mm. it would have been April of last year. Okay. Um, um, and you haven't had a chance to watch what I have not what had a, streaming. Okay. Um, and you're probably not. I more than likely am not. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. The version you might I, have to watch it, bro. I did that with House Party. Yeah, so I'll say the version, and I, I, I parts of me wants to because the version I saw, I, I absolutely hated. I thought was Ooh. like a severe waste of talent. Ooh. There, there was, there was waste a lot of talent wasted of, but all of that. It was a lot wrong with what I saw, and you know, I knew it was kind of a work in progress. Work in so progress. you know, I, I kind of gave it, you know, that my mindset. Going out of it was like, okay, this is a work in progress. So the version that I probably end up seeing is probably going to be decent. There's a lot that kind of happened between me seeing that movie and, you know, this very moment now Mm -hmm. that, you know, the movie's kind of out and people are talking about it that made me want to see the movie even less. Right. Uh, But I'll say based on what people are saying, some of the worst aspects of the movie I don't think made it into the actual the the final the final version I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive because there was there was things that I saw in the in the screener that then I was like okay this the, I, there's no reason to even do this joke or mm-hmm. to have this in a movie and you know as time kind of went on and certain things were happening in the world I was like 
I told the homie that I saw it. I was like, "Hey, that movie's probably never coming out." Like, I was like, "We'll probably I've never." Seen and a few like, of those. and then like, just the, been chilled, being seen. You know what I mean? Nothing. Like, niggas don't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the week after they dropped the trailer, it's like, okay, something, something must have changed. Um, and mm-hmm. based on what people are kind of saying about the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure some of the worst aspects of this movie is is not. Oh, I, 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 I didn't even haven't even didn't even see the the, the whenever you went to see a pre screening for last year. I, yeah, but I did. I remember what told it was yeah. a lot of screenings for it at that time. Oh, that yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, shit. I could probably go to my email now and find like yeah. increased reward. If yeah, you pull up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mid overall um didn't definitely didn't hate it. You know, yeah. there was some enjoyable moments in there. I mean, you know, the cast was was great. I it's enjoyed great watching cast. the cast. Yeah, it's a great, great cast. cast. Jonah Hill, love Jonah Hill. Um, Lauren London, great to see her back working. Mm-hmm. Um, Nia Long, Eddie Murphy, yeah, Julie, uh, uh, goddamn, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus, yeah. uh, David mm-hmm. Duchovny, yep. Uh, Deion Cole's in it. Deion Cole. Mike Epps in it. Mike Epps is in there. Carisha. Carisha like, <laughs> is in there. Her and Lala. But um, yeah, man. Like this film, I guess really what you know what niggas are mostly up in arms about is how a lot of Kenya Barris's like shows and movies seem to be centered around this idea of you know not really idea because it's regular. No, it's real. It's, not, it's, it's real. No it's a real thing. Yeah. But um. Just interracial dating and how I think that when I when I was using the term idea, a lot of people feel like he's trying to only focus on that, like elevate that in terms of this yeah. idea of, of an interra- interracial relationship is how it should look. Or this right here is better than just, you know, a, a, a relationship between two people of the same community. Yeah. Like when I use that term, that's really where I was going with it. But interracial, you know, dating is it's very normal, very regular. Incredible. But um, the film, I mean... <laughs> I get why niggas are up in arms about it, and uh, it also the the storyline wasn't super strong too. Even though I know it's like kind of a, was it a remake or like a re- it, it's, revision? It's, it's almost like a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, right? Sydney Portier, right? Yeah, Sydney Portier, and then of course you had the Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher version mm-hmm, that came mm-hmm. out. Like yeah, 15, I remember years that ago. one. Um, so I mean, I really think that the strongest part of this film outside of the cast was just like some moments were funny like some jokes did land yeah um but it did feel kind of like all right they were forcing kind of like how we said with uh you know other films that you know we've seen or shows that we've seen where they force like okay this is you know the the focal point of this story let me force all these other things around it yeah. to make this like let me let me let me give you the reason why you know these this white guy or this Jewish guy and this black girl you know from you know somewhere in South Central got together yeah and they're gonna put all these other moving pieces around it that just don't fit and it just messes up the whole story too yeah. so it just kind of feels like everything is forced it's like okay you're forcing this relationship to happen it's not this this wouldn't really happen this way yeah these two people would never. Come into contact ever, even though this is Hollywood. Of course, is is fiction yeah. most of the, most of it. Um, of course, ain't nobody just. I'm I'm not just letting a nigga pop into my car and I'm going that to drive him to wherever the fuck because he because yeah. he knows the area better than me. No, absolutely That's not. It. Yeah, it's um, it almost reminds me of like the Green Book where uh, what's it called? Oh. Showing Mahershala Ali how to eat fried chicken. Like what? Like, yeah, it does get Are those you, vibes. I will say though that so that wasn't necessarily unbelievable to me. The whole 
Lauren London date, dating Jonah Hill. That wasn't like, really unbelievable. It was. Yeah. It was how. It was how. How I guess, it happened was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a little weird. Like I said, I haven't seen the final version, so I'm sure there's other shit they changed. But that shit was a little odd. To me. Yeah, um, and there was a lot of other you know things throughout the film that was just kind of like, all right, like we get it. We get it. We understand. Yeah, you know, you're trying to drive this point home that you already you, you already oh, did that. God. However long ago, you probably didn't even need to put it in this film, man. Type that, shit, you know. Every everything that nigga does, bro, it's gonna have an interracial uh, interracial relationship in it. That what was the other shit he did on Netflix? The show with Rashida Jones. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't watch too much of that. Um, he also had something. Oh, there was a mixed dish. Mixed dish. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I get it. He's even you know talked about it you know because he at first at least with with the the ish series that he did blackish grownish mixedish all of those you know it eventually you know uh, he was inspired to do it by his own life because his wife is biracial okay i mean yeah <clears throat> so i think with blackish we were all like okay well in real life this thing is married to a biracial black woman well, she yeah. identifies as black she's biracial but is everything else after that that people are like, oh, God right, damn. Like, you got anything on. else to say? <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Even if it's just a little bit, bro. Like, you got anything else to say? Yeah. Um, and, of course, we it, 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 it was he was no stranger of doing that in you people. Um, yeah. And, you know, even a strong cast couldn't really save that movie from I, being better. It was it was it was as good as it was going to get. Yeah. <laughs> which um, yeah, which once again is is probably much better than much better than a, another version saw. of of the film that exists um, somewhere. But man, look at the end of the fucking day. Um, these films, I just said it, take a lot of time, energy, f everything, a lot of love, a lot of passion. I guess for some, uh, they put into this film. So even my little critiques should not stop you from going and checking it out yourself out there. I mean, Treat yeah, it. we said a lot, but th- this that this is definitely something that that, you know, if you want to see it, you should probably see it. You should you check know it I mean? out. Don't 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 let any critique that you hear on a show yeah. uh kind of prevent you from seeing that. Yeah. Cuz uh you know. I mean, it. because we don't look, we want we want to you know, uh, uh, uh inform y'all on on our opinions, our ideas of of these shows and movies and shit. But goddamn, you ultimately make up your own mind. You 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 control your own destiny. So go watch yeah. this shit. Stream it on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. Go Almost stream it. Literally, or they're stealing it. Yeah, or they're or they're stealing. It. And Netflix is about to crack down they're on that. About to crack down on that. So, so watch it for they for they start. Cracking so you better down. goddamn enjoy it. But speaking of enjoying, let's talk about it. Did you get a chance to enjoy LeBron James break that record? I was, I think I was actually watching Last of Us while mm-hmm. the game was on and then just paused it kind of when he broke the record. I didn't necessarily enjoy it because um, the Lakers are kind of ass right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did make a decent trade today, but Lakers are kind of ass. I was really hoping we, we would win the game when these niggas stopped the game. Mm-hmm. Third quarter with 11 seconds left, we down five like, to celebrate what? this nigga hitting 38, 38. Eight. I'm like that, that's cool yeah. and all, bro. But it was wild that they stopped the quarter. I couldn't believe like it. Eleven seconds. So, I saw that and I was like, okay, so we're we're losing the game because y'all mm-hmm. didn't even want to say this till the end of the game. Like we're definitely losing. No, the that game that now. definitely it was how it registered probably to everybody. Like, yeah, oh, these niggas don't care about really winning. Ah, bro, this was the, this was the main like the main 
everything. Why niggas suited up today? Yeah, but so that that's actually one thing I can enjoy about him breaking the record is now we can focus on winning on actually winning games to get that record yeah. broken. I feel like he thought that too. You know, you know they they had they showed a clip of him talking to Bronny and Bryce on the sideline, and he was going to just do eight and eight. Like I'm gonna get eight points in the third quarter, eight and the fourth. I don't know, some probably, something in his body was probably like, man, let's do this <laughs> shit now. You're 38. Like, nigga, let's yeah, do it right now. Yeah, was like, I'm, I'm done for let's the game, so let me just do this shit. Well, he did that shit, bro, and um, congrats to LeBron James making congrats, history Brian. yet again uh, yep. during Black History Month. I mean, of course, man, he look, loves it. Shout out to um, that nigga. But he also helped TNT like, have probably their highest ratings since another LeBron James game. In 2018, when they played the Blazers, this is when his first season when he was in LA. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot. Even, and I and I'm not including what is kind of obvious here. I don't know. Maybe it may not be obvious. Another, not everything is obvious to y'all out there. 2020, the ratings that TNT received because niggas were locked down at the crib. Oh yeah, and had that, that was like the only thing yeah. on. Yeah. So they got really. High. I didn't. I didn't include those because those aren't included in here. And even whenever they were talking about TNT's highest rating, they're like, "We're not including 2020 because that was an anomaly. That was shit that <laughs> we ain't gonna touch those numbers not- again." That's that's Wilt Chamberlain. You know what I mean? Um, 101 points. But yeah, they achieved their highest rating since another Lakers game in 2018. Hey, so LeBron not only breaking records, but he's helping Turner. Maybe make the decision or WBD. Yeah, <laughs> niggas like that, wondering that, like, damn, should we keep these niggas around? Yes, yes yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. And even, re- if, even if yes. not in a, a ton of games being broadcasted, because y'all still have a, a tough time of getting you know rights to broadcast Lakers games. But Madden whatever. Nine. Um, at least for NBA on TNT for them for nationally, the, uh, yeah, for, nationally uh, televised games. No, uh, fucking what is Charles and them show? What's the name of Inside the NBA? Oh yeah, yeah. they're good. They they Either. gotta be good at the very they, least. They pay them niggas a lot of money to make sure that they're good. That's true. But right. um, speaking of good too, we still we can stay on the realm of sports here. Let's talk about it, bro. LeBron James. We were just talking about LeBron James, but another black. We're gonna say historical figure because she is a historical figure here. Mm-hmm. She's about to make her. Return to the stage. And I'm talking about Rihanna, ladies and gentlemen. Or Rihanna, as she says it. The Super Bowl is on. It's coming up. It's coming up soon. The fucking ratings juggernaut. You will not compete with the Super Bowl. It's impossible. It's impossible. The Super Bowl can only compete with the Super Bowl. Yeah. Speaking of WBD, fucking Last of Us, they moved that from uh, Sunday. Didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I figured they were, bro. I mean, I forget what was going on during the first season of Westworld, but like the second or third episode, they put on, on like a t- random Tuesday right that after makes, last one. That, but I, I get it. Like, I know originally they, they, they were, you know, feeling themselves like, shit, we, we seeing, a, you know, an, a, an increase in 33% and 17% and 20% of, in viewers. Because I think appointment TV is still something that... Of course. I mean, th- this is prime example. Yeah. But we're talking about the Super Bowl. It's, it's, you'd be an idiot to compete. This is this is right. Like yeah. you're not competing during this time, in uh, unless you your show immediately follows the Super Bowl, which yeah. is on Fox this year. So I know that Fox probably has something lined up that of course hasn't come out yet. They're like, oh yeah, just have it immediately follow it right after we these niggas finished celebrating with the Lombardi Trophy. Run right into. They did it with uh in, during the NFC Championship game. They ran into the show Accused, which I've been watching. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. They did they super high rate, and they started with the, the best episode with Michael. Yeah, Chukas. I actually did see that episode. Yeah. That's the only one I seen. That shit yeah. was pretty fucking good. I can't hold but, it. But um, 
Super Bowl is Sunday, but what people or a lot of people are tuning in for, not just football and commercial ads, it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. She's back. And it's going to be a good-ass game. And it's going to be a good game, yeah. yeah, You got got the Eagles here. You got the Chiefs here. No Cowboys, unfortunately. And no Rams. Well... Let's, we let's, did win last year, so you know. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess mean, I could, they are the defendants. They are yeah. still until Sunday. <laughs> they are still the defending Super Bowl champion, though they are defending that bitch yeah, from the crib. From from niggas Cancun. Niggas in Inglewood. Yeah, niggas, yeah. No, niggas in Cancun. Niggas, <laughs> niggas in Cancun. In Cancun. <laughs> I That's, thought niggas was somewhere off Century and all them no, shit. No, them yeah, they all Century <laughs> on the way to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> all Century in the um, Uber. <laughs> yeah, niggas is definitely on the way to the goddamn to fly out because yeah. they didn't. They ain't defending shit. They, they may be flying to Phoenix to watch the game now. Uh, maybe a couple maybe. of them scout the team. They want to go to LA to Phoenix. Um, but yeah, that's Sunday. But Rihanna's back. Speaking of. Her yeah. halftime performance, we haven't seen it yet. But what's your favorite? Or what's the best? Like, I know I got I already got a feeling which one is going to be for you. But if you're not going to choose that year, what's one that you can remember being like, damn, this is probably the best up until last year? Because I know you. Like, I was say definitely going to say last year. Yeah. Uh, up until last year, what was the best one? You probably. Uh, you know what? I didn't see this live, but whenever I go on like YouTube and watch it, the shit always look crazy. Michael Jackson's performance. Michael's performance was crazy. He was at the Rose Bowl too. Yeah, that shit. Was Niggas stood nuts. there for like however many minutes. Niggas was just passing out. And if Phil niggas is Bro. passing out. <laughs> <laughs> niggas is passing out. Coaches passing out in this bitch. Everybody passing Bro, out. Niggas, and this is like way back in the day when niggas was 90s. really laying into each other and shit. Oh, yeah. And so you had niggas on the sideline niggas getting was... ready to cry. Like that, that's a crazy performance. Mm-hmm. Uh outside of that, to be honest, they're not super I know Beyonce. I remember Beyonce actually had a, a memorable performance. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, I can't remember too too many that were like okay. kind of memorable to me. Okay. At least off the top of my head, I'm sure you'll name right a couple that I'm that you I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. But Michael Jackson and last year, the two performances, I would say last year is definitely the best performance. Last year's was yeah, 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 probably the best one. But Michael, the Television Academy felt the same way, like, you know. Emmys, gave now. these niggas a fucking Emmy, but yeah, I um in terms of ones that I watched live last year, in terms of just ones that I've seen in general, Michael Jackson is definitely up there. That that nigga went crazy. That nigga went King nuts. Of King of pop, bro. What you got? Um, for me, it is Michael Jackson's. Um, I would say um, his competition or his uh, Prince had one, huh? Yeah, his was the best. Okay, Super Bowl performance that you that you after we finish recording I'll should watch. watch. I watch it because you're gonna be like, oh damn, this really was the best Super Bowl. I don't know show if I'll ever. say it's the best, but I'll probably be like, okay, I probably should remember this one more. Or you might be like, all right, Snoop, Dre. Him, all these niggas, then Michael Jackson, then you might say Prince. I could you say might, that, you might yeah, because yeah. once again, but the, the but the but, but Prince's Super Bowl performance, 07, he was in Miami. Who was in the Super Bowl that year? I can't remember. In 07, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't Patriots tell you. Or something. Um, but anywho, that was Prince the was, year. No, that was that wasn't. Giants I don't think that was the year. Nah, that was 08. Okay, okay from okay. the 07 season, but okay. that was yeah. Okay, mm, okay, okay. Um, so this is from the 06 season, whatever. But um, but Prince was was just like any like if you get. A, a person of his magnitude, just like Rihanna, mm-hmm. you, you just you already are expecting them to blow you away, even from the the comfort of your couch. Yeah, but when you watch it and then you watch it playback and you watch it five years from later, it's like, damn, this shit was magnificent. Even this this press conference leading up to the Super Bowl, this nigga was just like really like super locked into who damn. he was as an artist. Um, so watching him live and then watching. Um, when I go on YouTube and watch it, um, and when people usually do their their Super Bowl halftime shows ranked, 
top one through however many. He is usually like one or two. Okay. Usually one or two. I'm just go, saying. I'll, I'll go. I'll watch. But it. yeah, outside of Prince, for sure. MJ, Beyonce, last year's was... <laughs> last year's was crazy, right? Last year's was crazy. Um, just it being in Inglewood, being in LA, having these niggas and Mary J. Lodge and yeah. Eminem, um, yeah. like, come out and, and, and do 50. that. Yeah, and 50 was there. 50 was there. Yeah. Um, it was just really fire. It, it was fire, bro. That it was, was definitely, fire one of, definitely one of yeah, my that favorite was fire Super Bowls. Fuck. I can think of a few others for sure. Um, I can think of like whenever MTV was over the goddamn Super Bowl halftime <sighs> show. You know, that whole, you know, short-lived era there because it didn't last long. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> even, so, you know, one of the reasons they actually got Michael Jackson to do the uh, halftime show mm-hmm. is because um, the year before or prior, they used to just have marching bands during the mm-hmm. halftime show or just random shit during the halftime show. And the year before, Michael Jackson uh, in Living Color ran something during the halftime show uh, on Fox. And so many people, and it got such crazy fucking ratings that the NFL and uh, they was like, okay, we got to have something because we can't have niggas changing the channel like that. Yeah. Like y'all can change the channel, but y'all can't be changing the channel like that. So they figure out, so what the fuck do we do? Well, let's see if Michael Jackson will do that. We get the show. fucking king of pop. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson! Michael Jackson! Bring like, his ass from bruh. Neverland to Pasadena and, and goddamn, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know what the ratings were like during that time. I'm sure it was high as a bitch. It was high than a motherfucker. So, bro, <clears throat> high than a motherfucker. Um, but um, Super Bowl Sunday, Rihanna, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but another thing that we are always looking forward to besides football and halftime performances are the Super Bowl commercials, the yep. ads. Yeah. You know, off the top of your head, you got any that you that you remember? There's been so many great ones. So many. I, I mean, you for, sometimes need a refresher. I got yeah. 10 here if you need me to refresh. Yeah, you might have to run through it. But I, the only ones I could probably say is trailers. Usually trailers, I'm, I'm the most excited for, for sure. Oh, 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 100%. I can't wait. Yeah. To, well, I've already seen it, rather. I hate that they did that already, too. Scream's Super Bowl ad is already Oh, yeah. Out. they play, they Bro, they played it in front of uh, Knock at the Cabin when I saw it today. Oh, yeah. The, the Super Bowl ad? Actually, no. I, I probably got to watch the Super Bowl ad. Yeah, the Super Bowl ad I saw on uh, some... Random Twitter discussing film or something. It is like, in the trailer because the trailer I saw, I was like, "This is a lot happening in this fucking trailer." Oh yeah, it, this uh, from and man, look, we yeah. wait till, we'll wait until that we'll one wait comes till out. Drop. We'll wait till it drops. Um, but really quickly, I'll give you the top five. Let's see if these if these get in, give you anything. Okay. So at number five here on this list, this is from Sports Not. These niggas actually do sports shit all of the time, so okay. you can tell that they really like. Like this, these are thought out. Well this is thought their out shit. List. Yeah. Number five, Betty White's Snickers commercial from 2010. Yeah, nah, I don't. I hey, that that's number five on that's their number list. Five. But it was the Saints versus the Colts, and the Saints won that. So that's how that. Okay. That's how that went. All ended. right. All right. <laughs> um, at number four, this is from 2020. Google's Loretta Super Bowl ad. Uh, this is during the Niners and the Chiefs. Um, that's number four on this list. Okay. Number three, famous Mean Joe Green Coca-Cola ad from 1980. Okay. These are, I, I think I missed that one. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we all missed that one. Um, but number number two on this list, you got a Wendy's Where's the Beef ad from the 80s. Okay. Number one. I know have, of that, though, the where, Where's the Beef stuff. Yeah, that I know of. Number one, you have an Apple 1984 Super Bowl ad. Oh, that was during the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn, that that's definitely the best ad. And but 
other ones that like are notable here, you got the Budweiser Super Bowl commercial from 95 that kind of started, but not really started, but people were really starting to look forward to Budweiser's ads. Like, oh, after okay. That, really, oh, like, that's okay. when they really uh, achieved a lot of, 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 uh, of, I guess, Super Bowl success. Okay. They saw a spike in their revenue, a spike in everything. When they, when they dropped that, what's it called? Mm-hmm. That's why niggas paying so much for these fucking ads. Number nine, you got. Larry Bird versus MJ, the Super Bowl commercial from 93. Number eight, you got a Reebok. Yeah, these niggas really went deep. Number seven, you got a Cindy Crawford fucking Pepsi commercial from 92. Here's another Budweiser one. And you got the Wise Eye. I was just going to say, so what's interesting is all these ads, a few of these ads... I didn't know they were in the Super Bowl. I know of these mm-hmm. ads. I just didn't. You didn't realize. know they were they were originally aired yeah, in the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's 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 actually crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, good marketing. Uh, speaking of though, they uh, the Amazon paid seven mil for Ben Affleck's seven million uh, yeah Ben Affleck's new movie about um, how Nike got the uh, perfect the what's it called deal, and they're releasing it in theaters. Oh, they're giving it an theater. actual theater run. Amazon. Amazon. The first, the first. Are they giving it a full theatrical run or giving it like a limited release? Bro, full theatrical run, three thousand screens. Oh wow! Yeah, bro, that's huge for Amazon. Yeah. Now this is this is about how Nike what? How Nike uh, uh, sealed the deal with uh, Michael Jordan? Oh yeah. So yeah, we we talked about perfectly because one of the greatest Super Bowl ads of all time per this list is a Michael Jordan commercial. Exactly. So it'll it you know they'll they'll definitely uh I'm sure they'll find a way to tie all that in, but Mm -hmm. um. Yeah, seven mil, bro, and it's getting a full theatrical release. I'm actually excited for it. Are you excited about that? Who is yeah. it? It's Ben Affleck. Who else has been uh, uh, fucking like mentioned in the cast besides Ben? So Ben is directing it as well. So okay. you got Ben. Uh, you got Matt Actor, Damon. Director. Matt Damon. Okay, so um, Ben, Matt Damon, Marlon Wayans. Marlon's in this one. Marlon's in this. Oh man, this might be a film. Yeah, I might need to oh, see this oh, in you, theaters. Oh, you you think it's gonna be a film because of Marlon? No, just like so far. So, okay, so I, I got one that's gonna lock you in. You about to buy your ticket right now, actually. Okay, Viola Davis. Oh yeah, the ticket is bought. I ain't, <laughs> ain't even out. The ticket is purchased already. Golly, bro, this this got a cast, and I, I've missed a shit ton of names. But uh, this this is gonna be a this solid is a, one. this is oh wow. Yeah. So Viola is Michael Jordan's mom. Yes. Okay. And I think her husband's playing his dad. I could oh. be wrong about that. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but I know her husband's in the movie. I think her husband's playing his dad. Uh, I don't know who's playing Michael Jordan, but I believe uh, Marlon Wayans is playing like his coach or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not mad at that, man. I, I mean, shit, you, that cast there alone, I was already sold at Marlon, but you you add in Viola Davis, I'm, I, you just my card is already on file. <laughs> like, let's go ahead and get these tickets purchased right just away. Just run it up. Just put it straight in my account. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, before we move too far from Viola Davis, we've already had a chance to bring her up. Let's talk about it. Recently, the Grammys happened. Yeah, then she you became know? a what? And she she got her egot. She got the she EGOT. got egot. Shout out to you, Viola Davis, Killing making it. history, Black history, because you did that in February. Yeah, but making history too again. Like it's only eighteen people who have ever achieved egot status. Only a handful of those are black. Three. Only three of those, are, <laughs> and they're black women. Oh, a handful are black and only three are black women. And three women. of them are black wow. women because John Legend is EGOT. He does. You know, you got a, you have, you got a few of our uh, of some, 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 some black faces in there. Okay. But three of them being black women, Viola Davis just became the third. 
You got Whoopi Goldberg. She did it first. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Is he got? She definitely And got now it, so we can add Viola Davis to this list. So congrats to Viola Davis for winning her Grammy this past Sunday for yep. her uh, her audiobook. Um I I you know what? I think I've been saying it for years. I'm like, oh, all somebody got to do is get her a book deal. Yeah, and that's let it. Let her record it, submit it to the Grammys, it's, it's done. And it did literally that. It's like yeah. they just listening to our podcast. I um, wouldn't surprise them. So shout out to Viola Davis and shout out to the Academy, the Recording Academy, getting that one right. But they didn't get a lot of things right. They, I stopped watching the Grammys years ago for that reason. And you, you did the right thing again this year because they did not get everything right. Yeah. The only reason the Grammys saw a spike in ratings, and that's ultimately why we're talking about the Grammys here, because this is TV they saw, shit. They saw a spike in ratings. If they didn't they see that spike, spike, we probably wouldn't talk about these. Names. Probably weren't really going to be talking about. <laughs> might have brought up Viola. That's probably well, yeah. not definitely. Definitely would have brought definitely up. Definitely would have brought up. But they saw a spike in their ratings. But that's only thanks to one and only fucking Beyonce being yes. there. And what did the Grammys do? They didn't even give her the award. They didn't even give her the award that she deserved. She did become... Now, let's shout out Beyonce again here, too. Yeah, she's <laughs> the most awarded, right? Most awarded artist in, history. in, in Grammy history. Yeah, so... Another black to? person doing black things in the month of February, in but this is February. history. Yeah. You know, this is not just black history. Our history is history, too. Yeah. Like, what we mm-hmm. do, it has a long-lasting impact outside of the month of March. Yeah, but, a lot of people... A month of February. Oh, yeah. February. <laughs> yeah, I'm already in my head. I'm about my birthday. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. She, you know, kudos to her. The Grammys, though, I, I well, realized... Well, shit, long side out the month of March, too, and February, and all, oh, yeah, outside facts. of all those months, our history is, it's, it's every, every month. month. It's every February month. February is just a month that we, you know, everybody you know, we, got we wanna, we We want to celebrate it Even a little bit like more. 28 days, sometimes 29. Mm, you know, but yeah. Here. But no, she, they, 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 they right. fucked up, and uh, like I said, they, they've been fucking up for years, so I kind of, I've got their, definitely been over it. They got their, like, highest rated show since... 2020. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. From the 2020 yeah. Grammys. But the thing about the Grammys, I feel like the Grammys has watched a, a decent amount. Because a lot of it is, is so many performances in it. A lot of people just want to see their performance, their yeah. favorite uh, artists they perform. Had, they still had close to 13 million eyes on it, in, yeah. like in real time. Yeah. So that's, that's you know, I was, I, I'm never too surprised. I'm just always surprised at, I guess, just ha- how, how it pans out. Yeah. And I guess also how people react to it panning out. Because it almost is. Oh, man. Because it's tough because I, I know, I remember what it was like. You know, you watch the Grammys and you're like, okay, this is definitely a lock. Let me focus on these other categories. Let me see what else. But this is for sure going to win. And then that particular thing doesn't win. Or, you know, the award that you really want to see presented just isn't presented mm-hmm. at all in the show. Oh, yeah, they did it in the pre-show. Yeah, exactly. Like, Damn, can we won already? God damn, I ain't just see him. Thank God now they're doing a pre-show. Mm-hmm. Remember, they would just get these niggas the award right. on their way to the to the motherfucker. Like, you know? oh, shit, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before yeah. you finish the red carpet. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, here it is. Go ahead and do your little interview and accept your award right here. Like, you know, so yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm never too surprised at the Grammys these days. Well, yeah, they saw 12.4 something mil, damn near 12.5 okay. million viewers, but it only spiked once Beyonce arrived. So they weren't doing, they weren't faring too well because she wasn't there yet. But she got there and niggas tuned the fuck in and they niggas tuned in to watch in. her do. What we knew she was going to do, or what we knew they were going to do to her. Yes, yes. You know, and somebody was like, "She, she should stop pulling." She out should. She this. should. Oh well, she has become the most decorated Grammy artist ever, uh, Grammy nominated artist ever. She has the most nominations, I think, too, or she might be somewhere around. There. I think, but she, she has definitely has the most, the most some wins, of the most nominations. Now. Yeah. Um. 
So she holds the, the, the titles probably for both. Um, but just watching her or watching them do that again for the third time. That's three times where Beyonce's album, when you look at these other albums, listen, I'm I'm not trying to turn this into a Beyonce podcast, but just give me a second here. Hey. Just give me just give me just give me a few minutes. Do what thou wilt. In all of these categories where her album was nominated as album of the year, I can like objectively say that was the best album in that category of that year or whatever it may be her self-titled album yes i can't remember everything it was up against but i think it was the best one that year lemonade was 100 sure the best one that year i was actually surprised that one didn't win i think most people were really like the first or her self-titled one niggas thinking that she would but they were like okay she yeah. she gonna she gonna lock back in and get on the next album Lemonade came out. I think most people were just like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't win the Grammy for that. Uh, Renaissance is going to be following in those footsteps too because Renaissance album, in terms of the other albums that it was up against, that was the better album. It just was. Yeah. Hey, I, I listened to more than just, obviously, I listened to more than Beyonce last year, but and there's other albums that could have been nominated in place of those other albums that were nominated. But I think Beyonce's album would have still been the better yeah. album of all of them. So it is pretty pretty <laughs> shitty that the Grammys did that to her again. And to your point, someone said it, she should never show up to I, another, I don't, I don't, another I'm, show. God bless Beyonce. I don't know why she's still showing up to it. Yeah. I get why they came late. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they came late as fuck, right? Yeah, they were her, her and her and or no no no. I think Jay might have been there already. I think she was late, like taking pictures and doing all of that stuff. Okay. Like I yeah. feel like she was there, but she wasn't at, in the Inside ceremony. Yet. Yeah, yeah. She was still doing her shit, like getting her awards that they gave her in the pre-show too. There were some she gave in the pre-show. They gave in the pre-show, and then you know James Corden gave her her record-breaking award for. Yeah. And I think it, I can't remember the categories. It was like electronic album or something like that. But um. Congrats to her for doing that. I hate that she is the highest awarded artist, but they still have never given her the highest award. Man. Something that she she's rightfully deserved now for the three albums. But the Grammys, y'all don't get shit right a lot. All of you Academy, like the Academies, the Emmys, we can go days and, and, and man. You know, we can, episode after episode talking about where y'all have dropped the ball. I'm not going to spend too much more time on that. But just know. If you don't see a spike in your ratings next year, oh, you're gonna see a drop. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. ready. This is dropping. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna. And it's not gonna be a good drop. And it's not gonna be a good drop not at all. Gonna, not y'all that there is a good gonna, drop, but that's right. not gonna. This one's not gonna be it. Y'all niggas gonna have to do what the Globes did and be like, you know, we may not even televise this year because we ain't feeling too confident that niggas yeah, is gonna lock let's, in. Let's go ahead and give give niggas a press release. Mm. Send it. Send an email out. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> but. That's the Grammys. We we got other things that we celebrate ourselves and our culture with, and one of those being the Black Real Awards. Black that, Real Awards. That recently happened, not that long. Like, yeah, I was actually upset I missed it. I didn't realize it was on until it was like pretty much done. It was mm. like a web, like a, you can watch you it can on watch YouTube. It, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all on, it's all on um, the website and their YouTube page. But yeah, they recently awarded, uh, gave it a lot of awards. We, we actually don't have to read out the list. I yeah, know, I know. Everybody, everybody listening, they're like, "Oh, they're about to read out another list." We're not. We actually, we actually don't have to read out a list because any category that you might be thinking of in this particular award show, and you're wondering who might have won, it was the Woman King. The an- the answers is the Woman King, except Best Actress and Best Actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answers almost and Best Supporting Actor, but for the most part, it's it completely swept. 
Outstanding um, film. I see it right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. director, director. Um, score. Uh, like I said, it didn't win best actress. I believe. Uh, uh, Daniel Day won yeah, that for Till. Um, I don't know if it won best supporting actress, but it didn't win best actor because Jeremy supporting, Pope won that. You know who going? You know who that went to? Because she finna get her gold in March. Angela Bassett. Oh, Angela Bassett. I'm high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, supporting actor obviously didn't go to him either. Brian Tyree. Brian Henry. Tyree Henry. Shout out to him. Yes, sir. Yeah, but uh, almost everything else, bro. Best song didn't go to them. That went to Ensemble Black Panther. Went to well. them. Yeah, I think best breakthrough actress. Not a one to them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, they they. I mean, you know, for sure cleaned up. Yeah, for sure cleaned up. Some other standouts here that I that I want to call. Let's out. talk about it. Um, Jeremy Pope. For, yes, Jeremy um, Pope won for best actor for, for, best for the actor, inspection. Uh, for the inspection that I've talked about on this show before. Yes, pretty moving film there. Um, him and Gabby Union killed it. Killed it. Um. We've already shouted her out, but shouted her out again. Danielle Deadweiler for Till. Yes. Um, Gina Prince Bythewood. Of course. For uh, director and Angela V. Bassett. The Angela Bassett. Yeah. It's it's almost there. We almost there. It, I, it's it's if looking we like almost it. there. It's looking like it. It's it, I mean? yeah yeah exactly because these niggas know how to they know how to pull a pull a fast one on us too. Oh boy, do they. Boy, because I do that. I got a few right off the top of my head that I can get yeah. to. Ironically, not. one big one. Um, I'll let you continue, but ironically, one big one that always comes to mind is um, Sylvester Stallone for uh, Creed. Mm. He was winning a lot of awards on the way there, and you and know, didn't win the big didn't win, one. and you know, it's another Ryan Coogler movie. Um, but yeah, go ahead and continue. Um, outstanding voice actor here. We got uh, Zoe Zaldana for fucking uh, Avatar. I don't voice actor. Mm-hmm. She won voice for voice performance. Wow! Yeah, Zoe. Uh, I actually might have to look at that. Um, because yeah, I mean, if, you know, a uh, fucking Avatar. You, she ain't physically in it. Well, no, uh, I mean, the, she did CGI. mocap. Yeah, yeah some CGI did. and all that stuff. But primarily, you just hear her voice and, you, and on a computer generated image. Um, yeah, and um, soundtrack went to Black Panther. That's that's yeah, right. I know that. Um, and, um, yeah, just some other ones here, man, you know, uh, the black real awards, you know, is, uh, you know, we've talked about before on this podcast. Um, we talk about a lot in our own free time along with other black award shows. Cause the NAACP image awards nominations or the awards are due this month, right? I believe so. I'll actually look that up right now. Um, you. those are out this month. The, the, the actual awards, the noms are out. The noms are out. The yes. noms are out. The the ceremony itself, I think, is is happening um, during the month of February. Because why wouldn't it? Um, happening on BET. I do remember being on BET. Yeah. So on February twenty fifth. F- February twenty fifth. The end of Black History Month. They're gonna give us the NAACP Image Awards. Yeah. But one thing we are gonna do is we gonna cover them. Of course. As much as we could talk about funky ass Grammys and the Academy oh Awards and the, Oz, the Emmys. We talking about these black awards too. So shout out to the Black Rule Awards for just for standing strong. You know, I can't wait until it becomes bigger. Like it I'm I'm yeah. I'm excited for that. I know. And also they announced um which I think we actually might have mentioned on the show that they should probably do, but they're doing genderless acting awards now. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Starting starting at the end of this year. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think the Black Real Awards definitely have potential to become bigger. I, I haven't seen this year's ceremony. I know last year's ceremony was like a very short one on uh, 
YouTube and it was like, you know, clearly put together, like they just cut a bunch of zooms together. But one thing I didn't like about it was a lot of like some of the bigger actors, uh, like for instance, person who won Best Actor uh, last year for King Richard. Uh, didn't show up, but uh, some of like the smaller kind of people mm-hmm. showed up, and you saw how appreciative they were. So hopefully, with, when I watch the ceremony, you'll see some of these bigger actors kind of showing up and accepting their award. Because um, I think so. that goes a long way towards uh, yeah. Making I mean, it more popular. they they do show. I mean, for the most part, they've shown up to the NAACP Image Awards for sure. I think yes, that's yes, one that a they lot turn of out. a lot of a lot they of they turn out for that, that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the BET Awards hit or miss. I think at the in the super hit or miss the very beginning of the BET Awards. All of every everybody was there. Everybody was there, but over the past years, ten years, it's been yeah. up and down. Um, I do think that it's returning back to its its acclaim within like Black Hollywood. It's like okay, these other war shows is just not going to honor me the way that that I feel I deserve to be honored. Yeah, BET Awards, NAACP Image Awards, these will. So I yeah. think that BET is well, the BET Awards are, are returning to, to that like, that that place. type of acclaim for yeah. sure. Um, but um. Speaking of awards and speaking of someone who dragged the fuck out of them because it's war season. And what do they do during war seasons? They snub black people. And who do they really Ooh. snub? They snub black women. <laughs> yes, they do. They snub them big time. Gina Prince Bythewood, she won Best Director or Outstanding Director. That's how, they, uh, they're, yes. t- that's how they're titled at the Black Rule Awards. She won Outstand- Outstanding Director for The Woman King. Mm-hmm. She won, she's won. she been nominated uh, for several other uh, awards throughout awards. Yes, season. yes. But the big ones, and of course, the biggest one, she missed out on. Completely got shut out. And yes, yeah, she talked about it in an article. I think she mentioned that a lot of people, a lot of people said that they had to be dragged to the screening of the movie, and that when they watched it, they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were surprised at how much they enjoyed it. And she just kind of talked about how, like, you know, she she doesn't think that necessarily. I, I didn't read the whole thing, but to me, she kind of likened it to like, okay, you're not necessarily going to say that if it's, you know, like Braveheart or mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. just just the sort of double standard um, when it comes to that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, she she she's even said, you know, like the Academy's stance on or how they essentially shut her and several other, you know, women out because I don't think any women. Direct for were nominated. No, none were. None, none, even though the past two direct best best directors were, were women, women, right? Yeah. Um. So just to see all women and black women, especially one who has, you know, received acclaim thus far for her work on The Woman King, for mm-hmm. you know several other uh films that she's been she's directed that she's been a part of. Um. Even like show like she's I think she's directed episodes of Insecure. Um, she's directed a lot of stuff. She's, direct, yeah. she's done done a lot of things in Hollywood. So to know that the film, like The Woman King, like you've said, I believe, followed everything in terms of, of getting that nomination, goddamn, the formula was followed to the T, and to it was T. executed perfectly. Um, like, everything just went according to how, how films are normally goes. nominated. Yeah. Yeah. So to see her get shut out um, was, you know, obviously not just a slap in the face to, to to black people who want to see more representation, but especially to her. That's her work. She deserves to be celebrated, even if just a nom. Just yeah. a nom for some is all pe- Just that type of recognition is all people. Like, of course, you want to win. Of course, but, you know, the nom but just, the nom's just, important. Just recognize that this film or these actors or these writers or whatever were were brilliant. They were great enough to be nominated. They don't have to, you know, yeah, you're look a certain way. They're some of the best in their field. You know oh, what I mean? absolutely. Without and, a doubt. Yeah. And I, I think, 
So I'll say this. I, I think she she'll she can get back there very I think so soon. Too. And but I also think 100%. now based on just this reaction to kind of Woman King, like it, it kind of doesn't matter if that makes mm. sense. You know what I mean? Like she'll get back there, but when she gets back there, it's not it's not gonna be because she makes another woman king. She's gonna make something that's like ten times more fire that's it doesn't check off all the normal boxes and shit, but it's like it's mm-hmm. you you watch it and you're like, okay, this is Gina. This is like mm-hmm. something Gina only Gina could do. Only uh, exactly. Yeah. But you know, I mean, you you brought up a, a good point there, and I'll I'll segue after that. Um, they did that basically with Spike. You know, f- they did for Black Klansman. He they only did. won for screenplay for, for screenplay, and that's his first Oscar. And that's his first Oscar outside his first, of the honorary. Uh, yeah, ones I was gonna again. say his first competitive one. He he. And even that, that's that's like crazy to think about, right? Like, you know, Spike, all the movies that he's done, he was good enough to win an honorary Oscar. So clearly they think his films, his filmography is great. Mm-hmm. And like his first Academy Award is, you know, writing for Black Klansmen, like writing Black Klansmen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it to me, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they, they get they get too much shit wrong. Yeah. Um, too but, and too frequent, too often, and it, it just happens too much. And and you just people, the 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 actual artists themselves, the, the fans of these films and the artists, yeah, the people at home just casually like, you just get tired of seeing it too. Yeah, eventually you just you just tune out, and then they wonder why ratings start to slip because we just get tired of we watching y'all caring. do the same thing. Stop caring, and then, you know I'll say this, and then we could finish up, but. What Spike did exactly what I think Gina's going to do, where he made something that was so good that, you know, they had to nominate it. And then people did show out and, you know, watch the Oscars to see if he would actually win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think I think that's that's going to kind of be what uh, what we see from Gina. For Gina? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, I wish her all the best. I wish all of those artists shout out to Gina the Prince best. Blythe. I mean, shout out to Gina Prince-Brythe. I mean, one of her most well-known films. Um Fucking love and basketball. Yes. So, where would you before we get out of here? Where would you rank that in black classics? Love and basketball, pretty low. I didn't. I didn't like. Pretty low. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like love. And basketball How low though? Where though? I'd not have to do a whole bunch of a whole ranking. It, it would be so. I watched Love and Basketball later on in life, and this is after I, I heard everybody on like the playground recreate the whole movie. Of course. Yeah. So you know, by the time I saw it, I'm like, this is just okay at best. Uh, so pretty low. I definitely put set it off higher than love and basketball. Oh, I'll tell you that man, much. look, man, hey, man, that's my movie I'll, right there. I'll tell you that much. You yeah. know what I mean to the to the listeners. Yeah, uh, wondering, but yeah, not that. What about you? Um, I wouldn't rank it. I, I, I'm kind of like you. I wouldn't rank it higher than set it off. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 hey, when I see love and basketball on, I'm, I might just you know keep it on. Okay. Um, for casual television viewing, right. um, I've seen the film countless times. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like it's one of those black films that you just you've seen it in passing. You've sat and watched it. You've course, done all yeah. of those things. Um, but it, it, you know, you brought up set it off. I'm definitely putting that over over um, over over that. Yeah, one no. There. You know, you know what I mean? And I mean, shit. Queen Latifah's in set it off. She's just a really good actor. I like. I love, I love Queen Latifah. Yeah. But, that's about the only thing the Grammys did right is they did the hip hop tribute. Oh yeah, I still gotta That's watch about that. The, I mean, they did some other things right. Don't get me wrong. Like there are some people who won awards and they were well deserving, but the hip hop tribute. Yeah, Queen I, Latifah, I got, I got Cool that. J, uh, fucking little baby, Glorilla. Like they, yeah, they Busta Rhymes, Busta. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I gotta, I gotta Missy, watch it. All yeah. of them. They 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 got crazy with that one. Okay, I gotta yeah. fuck with it for sure. But hey, y'all, as always, we um. 
we appreciate y'all for fucking listening to us. You yes. Know? Listen to us rant and vent and get off topic sometimes, but come right back. We always, we always, we always stick the landing. Always circle back. You know, we circle back. Uh, but we always, always are, every every time we leave here, we was like, damn, we just, you know, glad that niggas have listened to 20, however many episodes. This is number 28. 28. Um, and we appreciate y'all's support. Tell these people where they can get with you or if you got an announcement or anything like that you want to um, get off? I don't, Think so. Well, tell the niggas where they can, uh, yeah, they can find me. Uh, they can find me at um. Made me think like, do I got an announcement? I, I forgot. Know, I think I got something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, but uh, no, yeah, y'all can find me at um, Deanie Bus on IG. There it um, is. I, I've heard some things about Twitter, so I think that's getting shut down. I, yeah, I don't know what's happening on, on that yeah, app. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening on the bird app. It's but, looking, uh, lo- looking, yeah, it's looking pretty bleak right now. Very, very. Bleak. I can't even follow niggas right now. Mm, oh shit. Okay. Um, so yeah, y'all can find me Dini Bus on IG. Um, oh well, the letterbox. So we have the actual pod letterbox. Oh yeah, he started that because I was supposed to, but he did. He, yes, he got it yeah. going. The, the pod letterbox. You are gonna be the one active on it because I'm, I'm not that active on yeah. letter. Not as active as I need to be on letter. But the pod letterbox. Uh, that link's going to be in the bio. Y'all can follow that, and y'all, y'all see a lot, um, just more movie reviews, mm-hmm. um, especially for stuff that we don't necessarily get to talk about on the show. Yeah. Uh, what about you, bro? You know, y'all know, hey, I was going to tell you to, to follow me on Twitter. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that. But I'm on IG. I'm on all these other places, but most importantly, in terms of this show, fuck with me on Letterboxd if you actually care to hear more or to rather see because you can't yeah. hear me on Letterboxd. Nah. But if you want to see what the fuck I'm saying about these movies, follow me on Letterboxd. Follow the pod on Letterboxd. Yes. And uh, shit, as always, Knife, take us out of this big bitch. Whoop! Niggas saw it. So niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking. Welcome to Niggas Watching. Niggas saw now niggas talking. Welcome to Niggas Watching. Niggas watching. Niggas watching.